Okay, well, it's been, um, you know, it's been a while since we played, and I think, you know, I was talking to the guys this morning, you know, it's general tone of the team, I feel like we're you know, excited to play. I'm excited um, you know, to get back out there and you know, do what we do. So, um, you know, Eagles are a tough team to prepare for. We spent, um, you know, a lot of time getting ready for them this week. Um, it's definitely a challenge, but you know, I think we're getting to the point here where, you know, it's time to go out there and uh, put it on the field. So we have one good tune-up. One more good tune-up today, hopefully, and um, you know, cover some situations, get nailed down some few loose ends, and um, you know, be ready to go on Sunday. So, looking forward to the opportunity. I know it'll be tough down there, but you know, that's just like, that's what the NFL is. They're all tough. Raise your hand. I'll take questions. Ben uh, kind of along those same lines, this stretch you've got coming up now: Philly, Dallas, uh, Houston, Casey. How important is this uh, stretch of games to you guys? Yeah, we're just focused on one game. That's it, Philly. How important, I guess, is this game to come off of the bottom? Game. Yeah, it's the only game we can control. So we'll do the best we can this week and worry about next week, next week. Does the fact that the Ravens uh, keep winning, and uh, does that add any heightened urgency to these games? Yeah, we can't control what anybody else does, so just worry about our football team and how we do. And that's all we can do. Um, Alex Guerrero and, and Tom Brady, I guess, were talking, and Tom threw out, threw out the idea of playing until he was 47. I think it was sort of playful. I don't know the tone exactly, but um, in the context of history, how wild would that be to, to think that a, a quarterback could play to 47, that, that that would even be possible? Yeah, I don't know. Again, right now, really just trying to focus on getting our team ready to go against the Eagles and you know, trying to get myself ready and do a good job down there. So I'll leave all that for another day. Hi, Chris. I wanted to ask you about their offensive coordinator in title, um, Mike Grout, family with um, that family you obviously have connection with. Mm -hmm. um, what are your thoughts on just the, that family contributions to football and I guess what you see from his coaching and Doug obviously is a big part of what they're doing offensively. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've known, um, you know, Mike since, uh, you know, Al's with the Giants and, you know, they're they winning the state championship in New Jersey. And, uh, you know, and then Matt uh, played at Long Island uh, or when we were on Long Island and, you know, stayed in contact with Al, and Matt, Mike, and, you know, through the years. So. Uh, yeah, you know, Al's, Al had a great career um, and still continues to, you know, contribute to the game and, um, and broadcasting. Um, he's, you know, we see him pretty regularly, you know, in his preparations and so forth. Um, you know, Al's taught me a lot and uh, had a lot of great conversations with him about football and teaching and competition and so forth. And, uh, you know, Matt's done a great job for us here. In the scouting department, um, haven't really worked with Mike other than uh, you know, ball boy and you know stuff like that. But <clears throat> you know, it's obviously a very a very accomplished uh, athlete, you know, uh, quarterback, and you know, set a, had a you know good coaching career. You know, coached at Virginia, coached in college, and the NFL. You know, had a variety of responsibilities, so you know, it's good. Good, strong family.
but Matt's done a great job for us. He's, um, you know, kind of worked his way up, you know, left his law career behind and converted to football. And, and uh, he's done an excellent job of scouting for us and, and uh, helping build the, the depth of our football team. Yeah, so he's moved, yeah, he's, he's moved up and, and sees, you know, he's been in the southeast, which is really a critical, critical area in, in college scouting. Uh, now he's expanded from that to, uh, you know, I don't really know exactly what the title is, throwing those terms around, but yeah, he's, you know, one of our top scouts, put it that way. Jordan Matthews resigned with Billy this week and seems like he could play a significant role in this game. What did you learn about him as a player in the brief time that he was here? Yeah, uh, you know, kind of the same thing we saw at Vanderbilt. You know, he's a smart kid. Uh, he can play both inside and outside. He's got good length, good hands, um, and quickness, but learns well as uh, a, a versatile player. I'm sure he can do a lot of different things in their offense, uh, which he has in the past. So, you know, really solid kid. Hard work. Derek Cotton? The Eagles are in kind of a unique situation back right now with still going to IR and Howard Limited. They had Jay Ajayi in for a workout today. Is this a situation where you might have to prepare for a player who's not actually even on their roster? Uh, yeah, possibly. And we'll see what they do. Um, wouldn't be unprecedented, but it's not the norm either. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how that goes. And, um, As we find out more definitive information, then adjust our preparations accordingly. Hi, Chris. I'm this morning, just based on the game last night, a big topic of discussion just in social media. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, was uh, Browns player Miles Garrett swinging his helmet at uh, Mason Rudolph? Took his helmet off. Knowing that everyone's talking about players, do you address that with them? And and yeah, we've addressed that. We've addressed that multiple times. This, anything with this specific. Situation? Well, I mean, every situation is different. There's no two that are the same. We can go back and look at you know, fifty of these through the years. Some type of you know fighting or ejections or they're all a little bit different. I wouldn't say that it's like offside penalties. There, there, there's a lot of. Different things happen, different situations, so forth and so on. But yeah, fundamentally, we, you know, I told players what we should do in those situations, how we should handle them, and you know, I think they've done a good job of it. So, like, it's pretty normal for you to go on your snap face, like first thing every morning. Pretty much. Like that. It's like see what happened, yeah, and check it out. Absolutely. Interact with everybody, see what they think, yeah, get my opinions out there. So I don't want to get left behind on that. I thought I had it. Yeah. Yeah. Then brush my teeth, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the NFL confirmed that that the Patriots will be one of the teams that attends um, Colin Kaepernick's workout on Saturday. What do you remember about his his game? Yeah, I don't, I don't really have any comment on that. We're trying to get ready for the Eagles. That's really where my focus is. Nobody can really imagine a Patriots team being involved in a melee like we saw last night. Is there something different about the way you lead a team that would make players not go that far on the field, even in the heat of the moment? Yeah, 
Uh, I have no idea. I'm not on any of the 31 teams, so I couldn't comment what it's like or isn't like somewhere else. In terms of um, your your effort to lead a team and keep discipline, how would you say you keep that in place? Yeah, I don't know. We have a lot of good players, a lot of unselfish players, so I think that's really the key to it. Ben Vol? Uh, just a follow-up to Henry. Uh, do you guys know who you're sending to the workout on Saturday? Yeah, I'm, like I said, Ben, I'm really focused on the Eagle game. So we have a personnel department, and those are the kind of things they do. Are you at all intrigued to see what Kaepernick looks like after this? Really focused on trying to beat the Eagles. Like that's That intrigues me a lot right there, is just trying to get our team as well prepared as possible. We're going to play a good football team that's playing very well. That you know, Obviously, we didn't do very well against the last time we played them. In a competitive situation, so that's really what I'm focused the most on. Not last night's game, last week's game. Uh, you know, something happened five years ago, something happened ten years ago. I mean, I don't really think that's that relevant. Thomas said you never really got over the last time you guys played the Eagles. Does that game stick in your mind when you face the team again? Uh, well. I mean, I think you remember those games. I mean, I remember, remember games I lost in high school. I remember games I lost in Eagle football. I remember games I lost at the Giants in Cleveland. And I mean, yeah, those games, sure, they stick with you. I mean, you remember some of the wins, but I think the losses stick with you more. But that's all in the past. That's water under the bridge right now. So we'll focus on this week and see how this one comes out. Your final question. <clears throat> right, Andrew? Yep. Obviously, they would know the best answer to this, but when you look at the Eagles' defense shifting to a little bit more main coverage in recent weeks, do you see that as a function of them getting healthier in the secondary with the personnel and more kind of game-to-game -game decisions? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Jimmy has the ability to do all the above. Play zone, play man, max blitz, um, and so forth. And so, you know, those are his decisions based on However he makes them, whether it's game plan, personnel matchup, situation, uh, some combination of all of the above, as well as mixing it up and not doing the same thing all the time. Um, but that's, that's why Jimmy's a really good coach. Uh, he gets the most out of his players. He maximizes what they can do in the matchups that he has against the opponents. And um, so we'll have to be ready for a lot of different things. I'm sure he'll, he'll keep it moving on us. Um, I don't know that we'll be able to predict what he's in, you know, whatever those percentages may or may not have been in some other weeks. I mean, there's no guarantee that's what it's going to be against us and how he sees us and how he wants to match up against us. And, again, I think that will vary from situation to situation. I don't know if it's the same on first and ten as it is on second and three or second and 12 or third and four or third and nine. I mean, it's not, it's not all the same. So, you know, so much of this game situational will – We'll have to see how those things play out. Well, I, I mean, I can't imagine he's just going to come in and play one coverage all day. I mean, I can't imagine that. I, I mean, that doesn't happen in this league in any game. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll have to figure it out. And I'm sure to make it hard. She always does. So that's part of the challenge. They have great players, but they're very well coached. Um, they're a good situational team. They're a good fundamental team. Um, they're strong in all three areas of the game. And certainly Jimmy's one of the best you know, best in the National Football League. So, yeah, we'll have our work cut out for us. Okay. All right. Yep. Thanks.